Ten minutes past seven o'clock. Um, there are now many lobby groups, many interest groups, many people who focus the attention on a particular economic sector and say the new minister in that sector now has to do A, B, and C. Um, probably one of the most important. Gosh, every ministerial position is, 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 is currently important to our economy. But currently, I think it is our road freight networks. They are our country's arteries. They're keeping the economy grinding along, albeit slowly. Particularly when we say there is no rail freight transport infrastructure. At the moment. So everything that we do, everything that we transport, everything that we export, and also what we import from our ports into our major economic centers in Gauteng gets to that destination by road. Gavin Kelly is the CEO of the Road Freight Association. Um, Cindy Chikunga, the new Minister of Transport. So many issues on her plate. Everything from road freight logistics Ports of entry, public transport, rail infrastructure, road management, and at the end of the day, simply just lawlessness on the roads. The attitudes of motor users, motorway users like you and I. Seems like this seems to be like a a, a department that that of course not breaking and 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 uh, uh, adding more ministries, but there seems to be so many issues to deal with on this particular ministry for one minister to handle. Gavin, good morning. Good morning, Lester, and good morning to all your listeners. Yeah, it's a very, very busy portfolio, isn't it? And I think that's why a number of years ago there was a deputy minister appointed. And I think one of the things we've noted over the years is that the deputy ministers don't seem to be given much power and power in terms of being able to deal with a number of issues but I suppose that's a discussion for another yeah. day. But a very very full portfolio I wouldn't like to be appointed in that post, believe you me, and I don't think there's any ministerial post mm. I'd like to go into. But as you would have noted in our letter, Lester, we didn't just scream and shout or, or highlight road freight issues. There were a number of issues that I wanted to draw to the minister's attention because in actual fact, they're all interlinked at the end of the day. Right. And I think you were quite right in saying that, you know, without roads and without the transport networks around that, ports and, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that, we're going to be in trouble. And, and, and we're not going to be able to pull ourselves out of this downward spiral unless we take a couple of hard decisions and we focus on the core things. And one of those I I highlighted was passenger transport. Mm. It's not a road freight area at all, but it's vitally important that we get our people to and from work to where they live. I mean, we've got to do it safely. We've got to do it efficiently. And most importantly, we've got Mm. to do it affordably. And all around the world, There are no countries, even the most well-developed countries, if one can use that term, that have public transport systems that are cost-free or don't cost the state something. Mm. The state always has to put something into it, whether it's a third of the price or half of the price. Mm. So we've got to fix that. 
Um, we've got to get people to become economically active and we've got to remove any barrier in terms of moving from where I live to where I work. We've got to remove that. So, so you know, I highlighted that. Yeah. Traditionally not road freight. Well, let's concentrate on, on, on road freight. You've called for the, uh, um, the road freight logistics task team, uh, to be brought back to the table and that, um, a proposed operator registration and monitoring process be developed in that department. I, I didn't know that um, there isn't a central database uh, that exists between provinces, seeing that our roads and road freight is the interconnector between our provinces, that there, aren't, there isn't a centrally registered database for all the road freight that goes through South Africa's national roads and byways. Well, Lester, that's one of the strange things. There is a database called ENATIS, the National Traffic Information System, but it is not shared. It isn't available to each province. So the province would have only its own data, it would see only its own data, and we don't have a centralized place where we can check various things. So that's one of the things we've got to bring into place. And, for example, there are a number of other government departments and or agencies like Department of Labor who are very, very involved in terms of compliant employers in the road freight sector who need access to that as well. And that is something we've been raising. So what we've said to the task team, and just to refresh refresh your, your memory and your listeners' memory, the task team was put together to address that nasty matter around foreign drivers in the industry. I don't know if you mm. recall that, those truck burnings and all those sorts of nasty little incidents that happened. Now, what's happened is that, unfortunately, the ATDF has withdrawn from that task team and they have withdrawn saying that they're not happy with the progress. And what we're saying to the minister is, you're busy developing an operator mm. system. We've seen the first drafts of that. Let's get that going. Because the last thing we want to do is when we get to June and the so-called sort of Damocles is going to fall on these uh, foreign foreign employees, stroke foreigners, visas, the last thing we want to do is to sit with egg on our face, mm. A, and B, with no real solution to how we deal mm. with this in, in the road freight industry. Gavin, so but, that's but, what we're calling for. Pertaining to your industry, um, brought to light when it comes to road management and um, driver behavior, uh, those two incidents happening in the last 48 hours, uh, the truck crash are in Durban and then also one in, in, in Johannesburg. Uh, yeah. You've called for the privatization of um, the administrative functions when it comes to licensing, that driver licenses should be, in fact, connected to uh, our ID cards, that, in fact, Legally renewable, renewing of licenses is not necessary, but maybe use businesses, the private sector like optometrists to do eye tests every two years. And those can be automatically and digitally connected, you know, to your card. And that, that retesting may be unnecessary only if someone has, um, moving violations. Then they go for retesting and retraining. There are so many ways now we can streamline and maybe better equip motorists to be on our road. Your thoughts? Yeah, Lester, what we're saying is, you know, 4IR, is the advent of 4IR 
is right here. There are so many ways in which we can we can help compliant or legal or law-abiding citizens in terms of what they require to, to remain law-abiding. So many of us, you and I, for example, may never commit an offense, and, and, and I'm being <laughs> very good for you and I now, mm. we may never commit an offense. So why do you want to put you or I through a process which needs to check all of that. That can be electronically done. You can renew your license. Your license never expires. Your card does. Mm. In 1998, the idea was to have the license as part of the ID card. So let's get it back into that system. And then we can use optometrists to check eyes. They're already allowed to do that in terms of the act. We can create jobs. We can create new businesses. We can get the administrative stuff done relatively painlessly and easily renew licenses online where required. You can see you can do that with vehicle licenses mm. now. So what we're saying to the minister is, you know, allow the private sector to provide certain services that you don't need to provide and then manage, monitor, deal with those who don't want to play the game. So, for example, these accidents, uh, as the general public calls them, we call them crashes that we've had with trucks. You know, why did they happen? That's what we've mm. got to delve into. And how do we prevent it from happening again? Gavin Kelly, CEO of the Road Freight Association. Your thoughts, 021-446-0567. Drop me a WhatsApp, 72 567